Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the issue that preoccupies their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is a significant change in statistical direction regarding life expectancy. Somewhere in our education, we eventually get to the analytical error of extrapolation, that we cannot simply assume that current trends will continue at the same rate or at all. And so it seems to be with life expectancy, whose continual upward march in our lifetimes appears to at least be pausing. An 1871 census in the UK found that the average male lived to be 44. The average male lifespan in the UK in 2010 was nearly 82 and 78 in the US. Now, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, which tracks longevity data, has already informed us at the end of November that U.S. life expectancy has ticked down for the second time in three years, so I'm not reporting something new. But for those who are still digesting their Thanksgiving turkey and didn't quite assimilate this information, what is new now is that the U.S. Society of Actuaries just a few days ago released a draft of its new mortality tables. The group aims to revise these tables every five years to stay current, and it is on the basis of these tables that retirement plan sponsors calculate their liabilities. And thus, for those in the financial world, what was merely a scary headline in the past looks set to become ho-hum everyday business once the tables are adopted following a brief comment period. So what are the actuaries telling us? By and large, most things we believe about our longevity are unchanged. Women still outlive men, for example. And while women in the aggregate continue to live past age 87, as they did in the mortality tables that have been used in the past several years, in one data subset, that of white-collar women, life expectancies have declined by over 2%. But the biggest change in the mortality table is with men. Their lifespans have ticked down a tad bit in the aggregate, but by a substantial 3.6% in the longevity of male white-collar workers. So although white-collar workers outlive blue-collar workers, the new data set expects them to live nearly a year less long than they used to, dying before age 86 rather than before age 87. Does this news have any real-world financial implications? Almost certainly so. In general, increased life expectancies indicate increased plan liabilities, and decreased life expectancies indicate decreased plan liabilities. Thus, this trend is apt to ease plan sponsors' pension liabilities. If it continues, one might expect a decline in the price of actuarially-based products, such as insurance policies. Advisors discussing retirement with their clients might wish to make note of this now-likely change in the mortality tables to stimulate discussion on what it means for them. A few points would seem to flow from this discussion. First, your clients are individuals, not statistics. Neither the Centers for Disease Control nor the Society of Actuaries will determine which end date the advisor uses to make retirement income projections. But since the statistics capture a certain social reality, they remind us to monitor our health, to note the CDC's warning that opioids are impacting American health, and to consider other areas that may impact white-collar workers particularly, such as stress. Both kinds of workers face stressful pressures, of course. I've heard it said, though, that a difference may be that blue-collar workers face stress on the job, while white-collar workers take it home with them. In any event, the flow of news will continue as it always does, but advisors who connect these developments to their clients' lives and objectives are apt to be thought of as more helpful. 
Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this podcast as well. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. 